Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. What's it like to be Discoculic? Inclusive in Jamaica. Visionaire Rod's not helpful. The importance of early recognition. Encoding of numerosity. Welcome and this is our podcast for week 32 in 2019. You may wonder where the other missing weeks have gone. That was our long, long European vacation and we hope you all had a good vacation too. But this is week 32 and we're going to start with our uh, first link. We welcome Dr. Schroeder. Well, we are happy to be back. And you have a good, you had a good uh, vacation, Dr. Mm-hmm. Schroeder. And um, and you're ready to dive right in. It says here, what is it like to be disco culic? What is it like? Well, this Do is we a, this is a good article by uh, by Tony Atwood, and we know he has been writing uh, uh, pretty often about uh, the the topic and um, and uh, Mr. Phil. Uh, the bottom line, actually, and I, I do completely agree with that, that it is almost impossible to feel what somebody with dyscalculia feels. Right. Um, a good part of the article also um, is about the concept of zero. And that, that actually, in, in the bigger scheme of things, is a fairly new... Uh, invention like the Romans didn't know zero. That is true. Well, they probably yeah. knew that if you have nothing, there <laughs> is uh, <laughs> nothing to zero. eat. But they they also didn't uh, use negative numbers. So in in math, they didn't use the zero. And interesting. But they were very successful. They were very organized. They had a big army, and they they ruled Europe for hundreds of years, kind mm-hmm. of. So um, we do a little. Uh, Ourselves, we do a little interactive play at the beginning of our workshops and presentations, and and we try to give people a feel for how it is, how it must feel to have dyscalculia, and, and we do that by changing the number system, uh, because uh, people who do not have dyscalculia are very used to the regular number system, and they can uh, easily do even mental math. But um, if you change that number system and you also change some words around, um, then everything is new and strange, like it feels for uh, people with uh, dyscalculia. And um, that is right now the best way we can recreate that, that feeling. feeling yeah. um, and, and they often uh, share with us that they feel either hopeless or frustrated and tired and right. uh, on the brink of giving up. And, and that, that is uh, what we see of uh, children with dyscalculia in, in classrooms too. Right, okay. That's probably the closest we can get to that. Now, here it says inclusive in Jamaica. Are they looking for volunteers to go there to check that out? Well, I'll no, put no, myself that, that, on the list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's unnecessary. The, the folks in Jamaica had done a survey, and they found out um, among a whole list of all kinds of uh, learning uh, issues, like dyslexia, auditory processing disorder, um, 
and uh, they found out that about 17% of the population had some kind of um, of learning disability. Neurodiverse. Yeah. Now, let's note um, that they have included a paragraph about uh, dyscalculia, mm-hmm. and which not all countries do yet. Right. So good for Jamaica. And uh, they're mentioning um, for dyscalculia to explain it a little bit uh, that those people have uh, difficulties with number concepts, but also like um, bigger and smaller numbers, bigger and smaller quantities. That they're struggling with uh, all those uh, symbols we use in in math, and that they often have uh, a working memory uh, issue. And another point that they mention is the visual uh, spatial representation. So this is uh, this is great awareness for um, for dyscalculia here. Now, Mr. Campbell, he's an educator who who writes that article, puts it this way: As a country, we need to embrace all our children, regardless of their uh, disabilities. Disability discrimination has no place in a modern society. The United Nations Conventions on the Rights of a Child clearly states in Article 28 that each child has a right to an education. Every Jamaican child should be given the opportunity to obtain an education and the society, including all the stakeholders, need to revisit special education with the aim of allocating more resources and support uh, in that uh, area. So that that's a really great um, it's a pretty clear point uh, of opinion, view. Yeah. yeah. Good. Now, our next link uh, is surprising. It says, Cuisinier rods not helpful? I thought they were the best things since sliced bread. Well, let me be clear. I work with the Queens and Rods every day and have done so for the last decade. And I find them highly effective. It's, it's obviously also how you introduce them and uh, what you do with them and, and the, the, the story you, you tell around it. Now, the debate here puts forward the argument that the colors do not teach anything about the size or number they relate to. And, um, well, this is only partly true. The choice of colors is by uh, uh, Mr. Cuisinier related to the double. So if you look at um, red, which is two, purple is uh, four. And those are in the same group of colors. Those are the doubles. And then it is a type of purple brown. Uh, that is eight. So you have two, four, so eight, eight doubles. There is a system. There is a system even in the colors. Well, that is in the original colors. So, like they have been um, put forward by uh, Mr. Cuisinier himself. But that is gradually lost in the new vibrant uh, colors of the plastics. Right. So. Um, also, like the three and the six doubles, it's light green and dark green. So you see that they kind of belong together. Right. Also, uh, yellow and orange. Yellow is five and 
orange stands for the 10 rod, and so that's the double. 7 is difficult, it's a kind of a prime number also, and uh, so he made that the black, like the black sheep of the numbers. <laughs> so I think there's there a, a system, there's a system yeah. here. White is um, uh, the, the beginning, the, the, the number one, and um, it's all about also the size number uh, connection. Now, you have um, Cuisinart rods with and without markings for the ones, so that uh, a four is kind of divided in four smaller blocks. Um, those actually have only markings on one side, so you can turn them over and you can use them without markings also. And um, those without markings can be used as counting numbers, but also for uh, fractions, if you use, look at halves and right. fourths and so on. And um, I can understand that some people say, uh, if you use the Cuisinart rods with markings, that means that you still uh, work with counting by one. And I say, well, that, that might be true, but you can very easily say, pick up a four. And a four is um, handled as an, uh, a unit. complete right. unit uh, in itself. So, um, so as usual, it's not it about the manipulative. It is not that simple. It is, it is what you, it is do, what with you it. do with it. Yeah, it is definitely the uh, the talk with it. Yeah. We're talking to Dr. Schroeder, the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com, and we're looking at the headlines provided on our website, DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com. So our, our next link says the importance of early recognition. I think I think we would all agree with that, right? Absolutely. This is a podcast by uh, NPR, and various guests are uh, talking, including our uh, own um, LDA learning uh, disabilities of America board uh, president Beth McGall. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the common theme for it is that early recognition is so very important for the success um, for quick and thorough remediation also early uh, recognition can uh, prevent that children develop anxieties or that their anxieties are deepened Um, and and that is really difficult for those because they realize that they cannot keep up with uh, their peers so um, we need to be aware that 7 million of public school students are uh, identified and, and need uh, special ed here in the U.S. alone. So our listeners do not need to, uh, this reminder, I think, but uh, these kind of podcasts and our own podcast and all, every article on, on Discoculia headlines um, points in the same direction, um, make sure there is awareness of the uh, issue and that students are identified as early as, as possible, possible so yeah, that remediation, remediation can, can be started. And avoiding the demand anxiety that they otherwise uh, build up. Very true. It brings us to our last um, link for the week and it is encoding of numerosity. Now this is a difficult link 
because it actually it goes to an article on science.com and you have to be a subscriber to uh, to have access to the article so not all of our listeners uh, will be able to see it no it the the full article is called near optimal encoding of numerosity in typical and dyscalculic development okay now it is known that uh, people with dyscalculia often have a lower uh, sensitivity for numerosity Uh, but the question is does our perceptual system our our, in in our brain um, does that have implicit implicit access to the sensory noise so the kind of um, disturbance around the about what you uh, perceive of the uh, numerosity and how you judge them and do um, our perceptual systems, our our centers in the brain take that noise level into account? Do we realize that we are kind of off? Right. Now, and this was uh, tested with a number line task and they compared students with dyscalculia and typical um, developing um, pre-adolescent, so lower um, school uh, children. Now, what did they find? And students with dyscalculia have, um, like we kind of uh, expected already, have a lower numerosity sensitivity and a less accurate number line mapping. So so it goes both ways. and this actually, uh, this art- article reminds me of a previous article from Italy, also authored by Guido Ciccini. Well, sorry if I mispronounced that. <laughs> um, which was about spontaneous uh, representation of numerosity in typical uh, students and those with um, developmental dyscalculia. Now, what they saw was that estimating a quantity and what is the so about estimate was the influence of density and area so you look at two groups of dots and mm-hmm. you uh, are asked to say which group of dots has more dots now okay. it depends maybe how close you put those dots together mm-hmm. and how large they are what area they're covering now they uh, find out a novel way of testing this by asking their uh, participants to reproduce size and density of a dot array. And they found that uh, areas in area and density, this, so the uh, total area covered by the dots and how close they were together, uh, were actually um, negatively correlated. So, so if one goes bigger than the other goes smaller, it's a negative okay. correlation. So that indicates that it was the the, the actual number of dots that was used for the estimation, both in students with and without dyscalculia. But here comes the difference. The students with dyscalculia had to rely a little bit more on area and density. Mm-hmm. Also, it, uh, it took them longer and they uh, did not improve over time. So the other students, oh, if you, there was kind of a learning effect uh-huh. through the 
the research and that did not happen for the students with dyscalculia. That is interesting. So it's it's the these articles are, are kind of related. Yeah, it's very interesting. So uh, that completes our links for this week. Thank you very much, Dr. Sonny. We hope to see you back next week. And meanwhile, we will ponder all these uh, wise words that you have used. Dr. Söder is the founder of Discoculia Services, and she's on a mission to increase the number of Discoculia tutors. There are not enough Discoculia tutors. There are lots of dyslexia tutors. There are not enough Discoculia tutors. And to help this, she has developed an online training that teacher, homeschoolers, and, and other interested people can do to become an independent Discoculia tutor. And all the information about that is at discoculiatutor.org. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.